You're about to listen to the Meet Mediocrity Podcast, Season 2, Episode 1. That's right. This is the Season 2 premiere episode. And today's guest is Jennifer Mannion. Jennifer is an amazing caterer. She's a recipe developer, a culinary instructor, a luxury travel advisor, and so much more. Jennifer has also done an extraordinary job tying into special dietary needs, such as gluten-free, dairy-free, allergies, keto, and, and a lot more. So with that, let's get started. It's your host, Mediocre Mitch, and welcome to Season 2 of the Meet Mediocrity Podcast. That's right, today marks the start of Season 2. Okay, so when I started the Meet Mediocrity Podcast, I made a promise to myself. I said, Mitch, make 25 episodes, stick it out for 25 and see how it goes. If this whole thing is just mediocre, we'll call it a 25-episode series and call it quits. Well, I am proud to say that the Meet Mediocrity podcast and the Meet Mediocrity concept have far exceeded mediocre, maybe even beyond mediocre plus. In just four short months, we've had thousands of podcast downloads and listens, We're approaching 1,000 followers on Instagram. We launched meetmediocrity.com website. And we have our own merch. Meet Mediocrity t-shirts in four different colors. Meet Mediocrity stickers. And none of that stuff we're selling. We are giving those things away to podcast guests, podcast subscribers, and fans. We have a Facebook page, an email newsletter, a YouTube channel, all in only four months. I must say, I'm having a blast, and I thank all of you listeners very, very much. So, with that, let me introduce today's guest, Jennifer Mannion. Jennifer is a multi-talented culinary guru. She's a recipe developer, a culinary instructor, a caterer, and much, much more. I personally met Jennifer when she was referred to my wife, Magnificent Meredith, and to me as an in-home caterer. She was pitched to us as someone who is very adept at co-creating the perfect menu for our special event or party at home and then bringing the entire catered event to our kitchen. She's catered several hugely successful parties for us. Now, Jennifer's getting into a really interesting and cool business as soon as this COVID thing passes. Luxury travel planning. Combining destination planning with meal planning and amazing wellness activities, 
Jennifer can work with you to create the perfect customized itinerary. You can find Jennifer at her website, Privy Fair, that's P-R-I-V-Y-F-A-R-E.com, privyfair.com. So, without further delay, here's my conversation with Jennifer Mannion. So, Jennifer, thank you so much for being with me today. Oh, thanks for having me. Um, so I mentioned in the introduction to this podcast how my wife, Meredith, and I love you because we love your cooking. <laughs> and you've catered, you've catered you. events for us. And, you know, the, the big thing for us is Meredith is gluten-free, dairy-free. And we didn't have to... We, we barely got the word gluten out of our mouths and you were like all over that. So uh, um, that's why we, that's one of the reasons we love you, Jennifer. Yeah. <laughs> um, so why don't you give, why don't we take a step back to the, to the beginning of, of Jennifer's um, journey as a chef and we'll sure. see where that takes us. Okay. You got it. Um, I started not as a chef. I started in advertising and some banking realized I was obsessed with food. I was reading food magazines the whole time I was in advertising. And I thought, you know what, I really need to pursue this. So I started going to cooking school and it, it was great. They had like a morning class at Peter Kump's. I would go till noon and then go to my job. And while I was there, I realized I don't want to work in a restaurant. I really love um, developing recipes. Mm -hmm. So I started working. I interned at Country Living, and I ended up getting hired there. Country Living Magazine. Yeah, Country Living Magazine. I know it. I know it well. Okay, good. It used to have like a a bigger food section, and I would (laughs) develop recipes. Yeah, everything did, I guess. (laughs) It got thinner and thinner. Um, And I would develop recipes, and I had an under-an-hour column that I used to write and it was wonderful. Um, and then I had my second child and it just got to be harder. The nanny was making more than I was. I was like, you know what? It's time to stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's how it goes in the city. So I, I ended up stopping and I started freelancing from home. And I started developing recipes for other magazines as well as for Tabasco and Temptations Bakeware. There were like some companies I did work for. And it was great. So how did you, so you developed recipes for, for magazines and brands. Like what did you do? Develop, you, you, you created a recipe and just pitched it? No. So it would go the other way. So they would usually say to me, so in a magazine, they would say, oh, we're going to write a story on holiday breads. And then I would research all different holidays, all different breads and say, I'm going to do an Easter braided loaf with dyed eggs. I'm going to do a challah. I'm going to do you know, these non-breads and I would pitch probably 30 ideas and they'd pick 10 and I would go forward and develop. And for brands like Tabasco, they would say, Hey, we have a new sauce. It's called Chipotle. Can you, if we ship it to you, could you make us 15 recipes to highlight the sauce? Fantastic. This is actually, I saw it's so funny because of 
you know, I'm not in the culinary business. I'm not in the recipe business, but you see these recipes everywhere and we try them all the time. Who knew where they started? They started yeah. with you, Jennifer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's exactly right. Some of them, just the good ones. <laughs> okay. So you were, you, you went from country living to um, freelancing. Yes. Then what? Um, and then I was always around, you know, my kids were in school and I was doing PTA stuff and I started catering like their events. I'd be like, oh, don't pay somebody. I'll do it. You know, we'll save money. And then I would do it. And then, you know, people in the neighborhood would say, oh, would you do it for me? I would help this wine guy who would auction himself off. I would like pair the food with it to help make money for the school. And then, um, so that's how I started my like catering locally. Okay. And then, so just lo- word of mouth, local word catering. of mouth, and which yeah. is kind of how I found you or, or Meredith and I yes. found you just people around town saying, try Jennifer. She's awesome. Right. Well, thank okay. you. But yeah, all <laughs> word of mouth. And then I'm doing that. And that's when, as you said about gluten-free, that's when Craig, uh, my husband is finds out out of the clear blue that he has celiacs, which I had never even heard of. It's okay. about 10 years ago. Yep. And then that's when I had to start, you know, realizing, oh my gosh, look at all these food allergies and all these different ways to cook. Which, is, which is very interesting because you said 10 years ago and it, it it is actually, I mean, obviously I don't have a gluten-free um, dietary restriction, but my wife does. And it is kind of mind-blowing just how much gluten-free, dairy-free, sugar-free, but more gluten-free than anything else options have emerged over the past 10 years. I mean, the grocery store used to have like a half of an aisle and now it's like everywhere. Yeah. I mean, and even stuff pasta. even stuff that's... Yeah. And the worst pasta, now there's like 20 pasta choices. So... But you've taken gluten-free to a different level. So, so tell me, so you, your husband was diagnosed with celiac. Here you are catering like neighborhood parties. Right. Um, tell me a little bit about how you started baking the dietary restrictions into your catering. So I realized at that time, like I have to just make one meal. I can't cook for everyone in my house. So we all kind of became gluten-free. gluten-free. Yep. Yeah. I kind of have a baguette on the side for my children all the time, but for the rest, for the most part, the meals are all gluten-free. Okay. So I moved to Port Washington and I realized with all the people I meet there, you know, this is a, a lot of people have these different dietary needs, whether they're carb-free for dietary reasons, gluten-free for health reasons or celiac, dairy-free. And I start to really cater to that group. So at first I would get hired and then once I did it, then they would be so happy that all their dietary needs were met, that that kind of became what I did. Do you know what I mean? Like, so people would say like, you know, I'm on a low sugar diet, or I would have women call me and be like, we're on, we're paleo. Can you still do this? And I'd be like, absolutely. And make it all like vegetable salads or like cookouts that were completely whatever the allergen was free of. Uh Uh-huh. Low sugar. And that's and and I remember the first event we did for you was a uh, did with you was a birthday party for for Meredith and like you didn't just say this is my gluten free option you were like the sky's the limit tell me what you like and we'll figure out how to make it gluten free right right because it's very um, disheartening for people when they have allergies and you know they're suddenly forced to choose 
from a small amount of items. Like I've always found that hard for my family. Like when I have to do something hard for my husband. So I try to make it where whatever you want with, you know, we, I can do, I've done it. It's, it's easier now because of, you know, there are fantastic gluten-free flours available. Right. So even the baking now has become, you know, very accessible. But you've actually just told me something I didn't know about you, Jennifer, and that is your your actually your background in recipe development gives you really kind of kind of developed your versatility in in catering because, like I said, you you all you really need to say is, what do you like? Oh, you like Mexican? Do you like it with chicken, or do you like it with beef, or do you like it vegetarian? Okay, great. I will develop the recipe for that, and that's what you would do. You'd come to the house and say, "Ready to go." I've, I've developed everything yes. based upon your specific requirements and specific tastes. So that's amazing. I hadn't thought about it, but yes, I guess you're right. The <laughs> the versatility definitely comes from the start in recipe development. And I guess that's why I'm not have never been frightened of the allergy restrictions. So tell me what happened, Jennifer. Meredith came to me. This is now a few months ago. It was before before COVID, but not um, long before COVID. She came to me and said, <laughs> "We need to jumpstart our diets." Jennifer has a thing, and and we we got like a five day Kickstarter from you, which was super convenient and super easy. So, so tell us a little bit about that kind of diet, diet jumpstart thing you did. So while I was in port, I met a woman who was a, she worked on people's nutrition. She was a nutritionist. She's a plant-based dietitian. So what she did was approached me as she was working on this um, detox program. So as I'm not a nutritionist, she'll say to me, this is the plan that I want to put forward to my clients. I want to keep it all plant-based, dairy-free, heavy on nuts and seeds to keep all the proteins up. And she'll give me kind of the parameters and then she lets me go. So I can then, and then I do exactly what I used to do. I pitch her a bunch of ideas of things that kind of fit the bill, that are seasonal, that are able to be you know, organic. And then I create a lunch. It used to be a lunch and a snack for each day. And she does the breakfast and then we send that out and it's, people really love it. It kind of gets you back on track. It gets you mindfully eating and it's all healthful and plant-based and it lets people like choose their own dinners. So it's interesting. I've enjoyed it. I've worked with her for about two years and it's been amazing. So here's so here's what we did, and I will admit that I, I stuck to I used it as a good jump start. I kind of fell off the wagon when COVID hit, and <laughs> and, and now I am determined to get back on it. But here's what it was, Jennifer, and here's what we did with it. So if I remember correctly, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, what was delivered to our front door by you was. Um, it was like a breakfast. I think there was a breakfast included. Yes, there was a breakfast, was a breakfast, a lunch. There was at least one. I think there was two snacks, at least one. Um, or maybe it was a snack and a dessert. Generally one a day. Okay. So it was so it was a so it was a breakfast, a lunch, and a snack. And then you said, you know, make your own dinner. And we would just we would just stick to simple proteins and vegetables. Yes. And you know, whether it was fish and vegetables or chicken and vegetables and 
First of all, it was super convenient. Second of all, it was much tastier than anything we would have made for ourselves. And third, it was the right kind of caloric intake to actually jumpstart a diet. So it's really quite an amazing theory. And it's really not skimping because it's so natural and because it's so, it's very nutrient dense. No one ever really comes back and says, I felt so hungry. Like even the snacks are often those like date and almond and cocoa, like, you know, those um, like power balls, which keep everyone full for so long. Right. It's been a good, people seem to be very happy with it when they get done. So, I mean, if I, so it was plant-based, it was gluten-free, correct? Yeah. Gluten-free, dairy-free, meat-free. And I, I, I mean, I, that covers kind of the gamut, but if someone said, you know, I can't eat peanuts, you'd work around that, of course. Yes, of, of course. course. I've had someone say I don't eat nightshades and I've worked around that. Wow. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. No, it's good. It's definitely customizable for sure. So, okay. So now we're in the middle of the pandemic, although it I am starting to see a tiny, tiny light at the end of the tunnel. I hope it's really a light and not like an oncoming train. Yeah. It's hard <laughs> to tell. I know it's very hard to tell. Um, and, and, and through it all, are you still cooking for people or are you kind of hunkered? Down? I mean, everyone's a little bit nervous about, you know, takeout. Exactly. And so are you pretty much hunkered down with the family at this point? Is there anything going on business wise? Uh, so we did one detox over the quarantine. But to your point, people are nervous. Yeah, People are not. I think now is a better time. I think we're moving. I agree with you that we're getting to a better place. But I think people were very nervous about takeout. And I don't blame them. Yeah. Um, I've been helping like friends when they have run out of dinner ideas. That That's not really business. That's just pleasure. And right. um, I've been cooking a ton here like for my own family. But no, the business side of things has really slowed down on the cooking front. Well, I wish I, I wish I had you cooking for my family instead of us <laughs> cooking for our family. Because Jennifer, we're eating like pigs. I mean, we're, the, we're making good meals, but they're not good and healthy meals. And my fitness level is up. I'm exercising <laughs> regularly, but the scale keeps going up too because we're just not eating the right way. If I had Jennifer as my oh. family cook, I think we'd be doing a little better. Uh, I don't know. Jennifer's been baking quite a bit, so it's not oh. helping anyone. <laughs> so we're eating healthy. And then unfortunately, I'm, you know, I'm molten chocolate caking and Oh, yeah. You know what? <laughs> Not now, now, now I'd wish you were cooking for me for a completely different <laughs> yeah, reason. Exactly. Um, so, Jennifer, one thing that you and I spoke about before um, the pandemic hit was that you you were thinking about moving into a related, slightly related, slightly different career path. I'm yes. sure COVID has slowed it down, but it hopefully <laughs> won't be slowing it down forever. And I thought it was completely fascinating. And I'm going to hire you. Um, so please, Terrific. why don't you tell me a little bit about it? Everyone sitting here saying, what's he talking about? So, yeah. <laughs> go ahead. so what I have been thinking about probably for the last five years is I've been planning all these trips for my family and for friends who ask. And they're they're you know, great trips where I really like want to get in and meet the locals and they always have a food focus. 
And I am looking to transition and have done it. I've joined a into a culinary travel business. So I went ahead and I became an independent contractor for Valerie Wilson Travel. And I've been training for, I would say it's like seven months, learning all the different things that are out there and how to put trips together and the best way to, you know, find the different resources. And I will be you know, a full service travel advisor with a culinary and wellness tilt. So all kinds of adventure, hiking, biking, and all kinds of food, whether that's your restaurant reservations or as I was telling you, like we went on a trip and went out to see like how mussels were cultivated in Sweden and how oyster beds were getting regenerated and then got to try them all. Finding things like that for my clients is going to be my focus. So I thought when I, uh, I, what book did I read um, that they said you're not supposed to eat mussels in restaurants? <laughs> is that, is that true? Oh, really? Or, yeah, so, so you saw, you saw mussels being, being cultivated. So clean, you know, edible. So, yeah. I'll tell good. you, in, the, in Sweden, I would eat the mussels. They cultivate them on ropes that hang vertically in the water. So they have no sand in them. Wow. Or very little sand. So they're cultivated instead of on the bottom of the ocean, they are going up and down. Ah. So the water flows through them. They were the cleanest, most delicious mussels I've ever eaten in my life. Okay. Well, that's that's very interesting. So yeah. <laughs> Jennifer, um take me through this because as you know, um, this podcast is all about health and wellness and health and wellness to me includes fitness. So physical health includes diet and it includes mental health, mental wellness. So it sounds to me like your trip planning can include aspects of all of the above, right? Um, Absolutely. So, you know, the thing that, the thing that I'm curious about are, are two things. One, how can you be helpful to a family that has dietary restrictions like the gluten-free, dairy-free that my family deals with? So how do you help us find the right places to eat and the right things to order potentially in a different language? And the second question is the the, the fitness wellness aspect. How do you find out things to do other than to look at like TripAdvisor and and, and ask the questions. So tell me a little bit about how that works. Okay. So first for the um, food requirements, depending on where you go, firstly, I provide a translation. So you have a card that tells you, like I always make it for my husband before we go. Now it's on my phone, but uh -huh. I always print them out so they can go back to the kitchen that kind of explain what my allergy is and uh -huh. what it includes. Oh, Soy wow. sauce, yep. things like that. So what, yep. they're very aware of what it is. Um, and after that, what I've done for clients is kind of tell them what exists. What are the pitfalls like based on the allergen? So things like if you go to Ireland or Italy, they have the highest instance of celiac. So when you get to one of those countries, the gluten-free options are unbelievable. Even in without any knowledge, you can find something at every place you go to. I had no idea. I assumed Italy was... was pasta heaven. And that was the end of that. No, both countries have the highest instance. In fact, it, at one point, I don't know if they do it anymore, but they test the children in school for celiac, like at a young wow. age. 
Yeah. So they have, they're way ahead of us when it comes to the products that they sell and the restaurants, how educated they are. Okay. So, so, things, so the food thing, the food thing is totally manageable. Absolutely. And then for the wellness, I, you know, for us as a family, we love to hike and we love to surf. So every place that I look, I look for, you know, those items. So last summer we were in Portugal and I found like the Montauk of Portugal and it was fantastic. And we, you know, we were able to go surfing. And then at another point in our trip, I was able to find a park, like a big national park where we could hike and kayak. So I think it's looking for those things. Now that I've kind of been training, I found there's a ton of resources. So I found companies that will do biking tours all over and companies that will do hiking tours where you can hike and they'll move your luggage from in to in while you hike, you know, eight miles a day. Oh my goodness. So, so this is stuff. So these are resources that go well beyond Google. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. And they're far more customizable. You know, where Google, if you call somebody, they'll say, okay, the kayak trip leaves at 8 a.m. Versus I have a family, this is when they want to go, and these are what they want. Like they want, you know, a gentle kayak or they want to, you know, be in this intensive, you know, athletic endeavor. So, so God willing, we're going to be traveling again soon. God willing. <laughs> and <laughs> and um, so we're going to, to check you out. So let's talk about immediate, immediate. Um, things. So if you live on Long Island and you want to detox or you want to do a small intimate birthday party or, or a holiday party, are you still doing catering? Uh, you know what? I am. I am. I'm doing it for mostly just existing clients, but okay. yes, I would absolutely do it. I, I love it so much. Like, I don't think I could say no. To be honest so, with you. So, like, so it's not it's not like you're looking for, for hundreds of parties, but if you got a request, you would do your best to fulfill it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I probably and always will. I, I I I knowing you, I assumed you would because honestly, Jennifer, the look on your face when when you're putting together a party, you just look like you feed off of the happiness that is around you. I just see it. You're like, yeah. you know. Like we did Meredith's 50th birthday party and, you know, you looked as happy as she did. (laughs) She was enjoying all the food and you had this enormous smile on your face as well. I do. I love it. There's something about feeding people and, you know, being a part of, of a celebration like that, that you can add to like the people's joy. I, I really do love it. And I love the planning of it, like the development of it. Right. Well, I can attest to that because I worked with you on the planning and not only did you love it, you were a pleasure and super easy to deal with. So let's now let's, let's assume that sometime, let's just say in the next six months, we might actually be able to start planning trips. So how, and I, I'm actually predicting Jennifer on your behalf that you will have a boom of travel in 2021 because yes. everyone's so stuck at home in 2020. So how can they, how can we all reach out to you and, and, and help have you help us plan our trips? Well, I have on Instagram and I have a website under Privy Fair. 
which was Privy, also P-R-I-V-Y-F-A-R-E. Right. Privy as in like a secret bit of knowledge and yep. fair as in it used to be food and now it's what you pay to yep. get on a bus or a... <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, look, it works. Yeah. Um, so I have Instagram and I have a website, www.privyfair.com. And I must say, don't wait. If you want to travel now, obviously planes are probably out, but so many awesome road trips that you can do. And I've been traveling just locally. I make everybody go hiking with me. I found some new trails around here that I'd never been on. <laughs> that's that's great. So maybe maybe that's where your business will start with, with um, curated day trips. And exactly. then we'll go from there. Well, Jennifer, thank you so much for being with me today. I really enjoyed our conversation and um, I'm saving privyfair.com on my favorites on my, on my browser. Yes. And thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. Okay. Take care, Jennifer. You too. Well, there you have it. Jennifer Mannion is shifting her career from catering to luxury concierge travel. Working with the Valerie Wilson Travel Group gives Jennifer access to some amazing adventures for you and your family. And there's a wellness, a wellness component to that travel because getting the right food, dietary restrictions, and wellness activities all catered for and planned for is Jennifer's, it's her forte. I know Magnificent Meredith and I had some amazing travel plans for 2019, which were canceled for personal reasons, and they were canceled again in 2020 due to COVID-19. So, my prayer is that 2021 brings back a world in which we can travel, and if it does, I have a strong suspicion that Jennifer Mannion will be part of our, part of my part of our planning especially if she can help Meredith and I find the best gluten-free, dairy-free dining experiences and some fun and different health and wellness activities that we can enjoy at our destinations, fulfilling something that both Meredith and I love. So with all that, here's the wrap. If you're enjoying Meet Mediocrity, please tell your friends. The Meet Mediocrity following is growing, and I am incredibly grateful for that. You can find everything, at least everything about Meet Mediocrity, at meetmediocrity.com. But you can also find postings on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and all of your favorite podcast platforms like Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. If you request a Meet Mediocrity t-shirt or a sticker, you will very likely get one. We are looking to give away the remainder of our first t-shirt order in the next few weeks. And finally, as you approach this July 4th holiday weekend here in the United States, I wish you safety and I wish you good health. Keep smiling and be well. Take care, everyone. <laughs>